Oh my sweet Jesus Christ. Just put a lamp <laughs> behind your computer. That's all you need to do. Put a lamp behind your computer. Just put a lamp behind your computer or wherever your phone is, because I don't understand why you're worrying about the way you look in Zoom. You gotta look good on Instagram. Are we live? No, I have, you know, you yelled at me. You've been yelling at me this whole day and it's my birthday. Like, oh God, why are you so loud? <laughs> uh, you know, it's homophobic when you are mean to me. I just need you to know that. There's is it? Is it? Is it homophobia? Or is it uh, ageism? <laughs> wow, that one. That that one hurt way worse. Did that hit? Did that hit? I'm that, sorry. That one. That I one. mean for that to hit, huh? That one. That one kind of stung. Darling, I want my gay right and welcome back to the gay power half hour the only podcast where the best host is turning 40 for the second time and that's me tony soto and i'm joined by my partner in crime happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday to you fucking faggot cocksucker Happy birthday to you, you homosexual queen, mm. and several more. That, that, that was goddamn <laughs> lovely, Casey Lye. Give it up for Casey Lye, everyone. The dulcet tones of Casey Lye. Thank you. You know, you know, your voice isn't always annoying. I did not know that. Maybe sing to me more. Maybe sing okay. to me more often, like when you're just telling me things. Do it in song. The magic Tony had a big old blunt. Can I tell and you? Smoked it. Go ahead. That <laughs> was uh, that was a lullaby my mother sang to me as a child. It's you great. That, yeah. Do you think that that may be the reason why I can't stop smoking the marijuanas? I think so. And um, uh, were you? That's Peter Paul and Mary, I believe. And you turned out to be Mary. Big old Mary, just a big old fucking Mary. Big old um, huffy puffy dragon over there. I love you, Tony, very, very, very much. I'm so thankful you were born. What would I be doing with my life? Literally, what would I be doing with my life if I didn't have you in it? Who knows? I, I Who knows? ask, I ask that question all the time. I'm like, does he, is he, does he realize how grateful he should be? I mean, I, I say that all the time. Um, and I often you... <laughs> tell you how grateful I am, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, and another thing about you. Well, I wasn't raised right. All right. <laughs> I wasn't raised correctly <laughs> 41 years ago. I was not raised correctly. Um, so if you're listening to this on the actual day, which is Thursday, it is my birthday. Uh, I am turning 41, but I have decided that because 40 was such a wash, I'm going to be 40 again. So, cause fuck it. Cause fuck it. Nothing is real. Like we've learned, if we've learned anything, our lives can change on a dime and we'll have no control over it at all anyway, cause we are not in power. So I'm 40 again. That's just where we're at. 
Well, I love it. I love I love your second 40. Also, time doesn't matter. You look great, by thank the way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I also um, miss you very much. I, I miss feel, you. I can't believe it has been, this year really has been a wash. I can't believe like the things shut down in March and that we will probably not actually get to do a podcast side by side until March, um, until after Moderna saves us all or Pfizer, Pfizer. or Pfizer or whoever. Fister, fister, sister, sister. Well, Pfizer's get, uh, F- the UK is apparently getting the Pfizer vaccine in the matter of days. So yeah, I, I mean, that. only 400,000 vaccines. So I'm like, this is, this is where I'm a little confused about the vaccinations. I'm like, so, because I was, I was reading something about Chicago is allotted to get like 32,000 vaccines to start. Like who does that even cover in a city of 3 million? You know, like who's doing the numbers? Who's making, this is what I mean. We have no control. We have no idea what's going on. So I'm 40 again. It's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, um, one, I have no idea. One, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not as as originally concerned about the vaccine as I was in the beginning of all the talk of it being sped through in a way. I think that like one thing we didn't realize, and I don't get too wonky on it, but like they they do have a different way of making like vaccines now. Like yeah, like I mean, science has science, science yeah. and stuff. Right. Um, it has nothing to do with Trump, you know, demanding that it be made, made it, no matter how much he pretended that's the case. But, um, you know, it's still something that's not going to last. And uh, we are, you know, I, I don't want to spend your birthday uh, show well, talking about COVID I do. too much, but let, um, let, let's I want to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> well, let, let's, because I, here, here's the thing. It's like my, my concern, I'm not so much concerned with the vaccine. I mean, I will get vaccinated. Yeah. Um, uh, however, you know what we don't have is data from prolonged use right. of the vaccine. Right. And that that has to be a notable concern. We can't walk around so blindly and say, you know, so yes, you've done everything correctly up until now, except you've ex- expedited it, which is great. But there's still the after effect that we have to talk about too. And we're just not going to have that, uh, that um, d- data anytime soon. And people will already be pumped full of vaccine by the time we do. And I just hope that you know nothing fucks up did you see that uh news story about how like like uh all these minks got covid like the animal mink and then like because of the way they were buried and died the gas in them they were buried in like a shallow grave and the gas like like exploded in a way that like it pushed all of these minks out of their graves and so the headline i read was like zombie like covid19 infected minks are turning into zombies and i was and like i read it in the morning and i was like oh yeah we're all about to become zombies and that's what i was like literally and i was like oh it's just because of their fucking gas or whatever and then i read the story that i think that you will really appreciate it's not news but it's gross um the uh a pope a couple popes back like the pope that that was like like whatever hitler's not that bad of a guy right that pope Pius the 12th i think when he died he was embalmed by a quack and the quack left his organs inside and um as he was being like pushed down his funeral procession he literally exploded 
like he exploded and his body caved in and he turned fucking green and like everyone like fainted and like had like that this is a story we don't know about that i need to know more about because again, i like it yeah. the, for your birthday i was like tony needs to hear about the leader of the catholic church exploding because of medical quackery i love that thank you so much great gift great happy gift. birthday tony. i mean that's something to google and i love i love something to google you know what that's why i love the crown so much i watched the crown and the whole time i had my phone in my hand so i was like did that really happen um i did love the crown but speaking of tv a lot of tv news this week i know you've been watching saved by the bell the reboot you know so we had talked about this plenty of times that that saved by the bell was a part of our youth i mean mm -hmm. we both were attracted to i was more of a zach guy um, I think you were more of a, all of them. I like um, being sandwiched by them. <laughs> right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, so they've done a reboot recently that's gonna, that's on the Peacock, uh, streaming service, mm -hmm. which, you know, after the, I, for A, I'd like to say that I think that Saved by the Bell could live on NBC. So you could take it off of Peacock. I don't think it needs to live there. I think it's good enough uh -huh. that it can be on real TV. It's getting good reviews. It's making a lot of people talk. It's so good like it's huh. so well written it's so funny the jokes are really really good um it's putting it like you kind of miss the cast like they haven't changed anything zach is still the fucking same dummy but he's the governor of california now still married to kelly you know yeah. uh 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 jesse spano is like the the high school counselor and uh ac is like the fucking down and out uh football coach uh -huh. But um, they have a whole new cast of kids that are good, and they have such great queer and trans representation. Um, one of the lead characters, uh, uh, Josie, Josie Tola, I believe uh, their name is, her name is, um, is, is, a, is a lovely little trans girl, and she's a lead character. She's one of the lead kids, and they just, they just do the narrative so beautifully that it brings normalcy to transness again. And also she's an, she's a producer on the fucking show because she was like, I'm not gonna do this show unless I can be a producer because I need to have a voice at the table. And that's very important. And it's just very good. Have you not watched it yet? I haven't watched it yet. Um, in my defense, I for the last three weeks, I've been home uh, in Rhode Island in my parents' home for the last two of those weeks. And, and they're I Amish with no trying... electricity, so I get that. Yeah. No, how dare you? They are, um, one's an Italian and one's a wasp. Um, and they um, have television, but it's hard to get your alone time. And it's also, we try to like, we've been watching various things together. My mom loves to binge watch things between like 11.30 and 4 a.m. Um, uh, my <laughs> dad and I uh, get some episodes of various things in at normal times. And it just means I haven't really had time to squeeze in the cock, if you will. And by that, I mean the peacock, uh, the streaming uh, site. And I, I also think it's interesting to me, um, all the things you said. One, the fact that Say by the Bell, the reboot is um, well written and funny. I don't feel like the original was known for its like, you know, w like super whimsical. No, not it wasn't written well. I mean, let's, there's uh, no hope with dope. Let's not forget that episode. Well, <laughs> but I, what I will say though, is they did do a relatively decent job, if we remember, of trying to to give us, you know, um, social issues of the times, like caffeine pills being one. Which, um, listen, they revisit 
everything. And like they they poke fun at the the old series the entire time. Like like Jesse is still she's caffeine free. She has a token that says that she's caffeine free. And that's, I mean, it, it, that's funny. It, yes, it's just like shit like that. And you know the the storyline is the um the the more urban schools have lost their funding. Uh, and so, so Zach is a bumbling governor is like, well, they should go to Bayside. And so it's like a combining of schools, like an underdeveloped school and Bayside okay. and, and the bringing of like those two worlds together. So it approaches racism, you know, like, um, but all within such funny and such well-written jokes and your family is in it. Mr. Sam Pancake, who will be a guest oh on the Tony God. Soto show this what? month, yeah. um, is the musical teacher on Say by the Bell. So it was just really, really nice to see Sam uh, on the show as well. I love it. I mean, well, Sam, you know, my cousin. Um, <coughs> by through, marriage. Through marriage. Uh, my, Twice removed. <laughs> what is it? It's my, yeah, my, un my uncle's uh my uncle's wife's cousin is sam pancake and therefore we are not related we could have a baby and it would totally be fine um and uh uh unlike the royal family on the crown um but uh what i will say about um uh, uh saved by the bell oh oh here is my question to you yeah being in this is a i'm not sure if i'm allowed to ask this question in this day and age but seeing as um we were so we um you like let me say this like i i accepted to myself that i was gay it began because of the times where my original kind of like um sexual fantasies involved zach morris ac slater and kelly kapowski and then eventually oh, she kind of got, well, she kind of, you know, you'd all lie, you lied to yourself for a bit because <laughs> I was going to be the president of the United States. Okay. I couldn't be gay. And, and just to be clear, she was there, but she was always just pulling the covers off the bed and going and folding it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. She was, she was like just cheering them on. She was a cheerleader. She was the head cheerleader after all. Um, and, but eventually she, you know, she got X'd out of the, of sure. The, um, yeah. No girls situation. allowed. And that's when I was like, well, all right, well, I guess I'm going to be in for a long life of uh, fun. And um, <laughs> I, I was. But so my question is, you know, being it's so seminal to us, um, uh, so to speak, are there are the like are the young actors on the show like are they see again, this is weird to say, but are they like there are they going to give the same um, you know, experience of like leading people into um, you can't really ask that about kid actors. How old are they? Are they going to be? Are they sexy? Is that what are you're they, saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, are, yeah. Are they? Are they going to be wet dreams they, of, they, of young budding are homosexuals? They the AC Slater, Jesse Spano, you know, all Jesse yeah. Spano, Kelly Kapowski, uh, Lark Voorhees, um, I mean, and uh, the rest of the gang were, you know, true um, legends from a uh, a teen, I, you know, I budding mean, teen sexuality standpoint. I mean, not a question to ask. Sure. I mean, sure. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what kids are into now. I mean, Jesse Spano's son is kind of hot, but he's also supposed to be 16 in the show. So you're not supposed Got to think it. about that. But I mean, they're definitely like, you know, like the boy pulls his shirt up multiple times. So I mean, it's right. got to be catering to some folks. And if that's a budding young homosexual, then bless them. But I don't think that I do not think that the new crop, I don't I feel like we were luckier. Like, cause like that, we always had Zach and Slater every day and they were always out machismoing each other and doing stuff that, you know, stupid, 
that even as gay men, we were like stupid boys, but we wanted to like, you know, be like boys. stupid boys. Um, but uh, how, how's Governor Morris looking? Um, I mean, look, uh, he's older. He's older. <laughs> you know, AC Slater really lucked out. And, and you know, Mario Lopez is kind of a dick, but like this kind of made me like him again mm. as AC Slater. Like, you know, it's like, it's good to see them all back. I mean, we even got Lark. Lark even like made an, an appearance oh, and she's in Paris, like having many lovers. So I'm super into that. You her. know, they put she Screech a fashion designer. I don't remember what she, she was. She, she's probably a fashion. She popped up her. in the last episode, I think. I think she was in the, like, because there's 10 episodes on Peacock now. And I and mm -hmm. I say go, and there is a free trial that you can do now. Um, uh, <laughs> and you get it for a week. And I watched all 10. And they're 30-minute shows, you know, since... Ha have they kept the um, the theme song when you wake up in the morning? And they, the morning they've and the morning. shushed it up. They've shushed it up. It is the same, but they've shushed it up. And they bring back at least one of the teachers. You know, like the monotone teacher, the nerdy monotone teacher that came in that was always like, mah, mah, mah. like I, I don't know. I don't remember his I name. I just remember the micro machine teacher. He was the one who talked super fast. Right. He's probably dead now. Um, yeah. Well, I thought that this this monotone guy was dead. I mean, he he's very old. But but also, I they did an episode, and I'm not sure. I'm not completely sure because I smoked a lot of weed. But like like seniors keep popping up, and they're old people. And I'm like, are these the old students from the original show? Probably that are popping. And it's just so funny and brought back together. Like, I mean, they talk about, oh, remember when we helped you save your uncle's uh, resort in Hawaii? You know, like they just bring shit. Like it, it's a funny show. I'm glad I watched it. And I think it could do really well on proper NBC. So I have an interesting segue from there into something else. So the, the new Mr. Belding on that is John Michael Higgins, I believe his name is. And he played- um, So funny. He's but, you so know, funny. And, I, and I agree, he's super funny. I mean, he's always been super funny. He's part of like the Christopher Guest gang mm -hmm. as well. And he, like to me, his most iconic role in that was the- um, The dog guy? The dog guy. And, you know, he was the best. He was like, what are you, where are you from Norland? Um, <laughs> how many kimonos do you have to bring? Well, we're going for two days, so- Jeff's kiss is all favorite. around with him. Yeah. He's the best in that. No, he was great, but he uh, they had an, I read an interview with him where he said that if he had it all over to do again, he wouldn't have played a gay character because of the effect it had on his career. And now, and you know, that Which is, is so funny because argument. now straight guys are chomping at the bit to play somebody queer for an award. Well, very true. But the times are, but they wouldn't have done it in like, I'm like, the question is, is like, do you do it in your, in the infancy of your career? Because then you get labeled as such as what he was saying. And it's interesting in light of um, uh, another big story today from the entertainment world or this week is that um, Elliot Page has come out um, as a uh, trans man and it has been a journey for them, um, which they've been super, upfront and honest about, or super like uh, uh, open about open, right now. Yeah. But, but also talking about while they're super happy, the concern and fear now that is that being such an open public person. And I just like, it is such a, it's a, it's a double-edged sword in this day and age of uh, being a celebrity 
and being, you know, like us, very open about who we are, you know? Um, I think that you, like, celebrity is such an interesting game now. I'm just interested in your thoughts I'm on- I'm curious on to LA. know, I'm curious to know how misogyny is going to affect the trans community at some point, because I believe that, and, and look, I don't, I, 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 this is out of my limits or my elements. So I'm, I'm just spouting. I'm not, you know, I, I know that it's coming from a place of privilege, but also in the news, Laverne Cox was just literally at the park down the street from my house, um, taking a hike with a friend when she was uh, approached by someone who was super aggressive and then tried to beat up her friend because uh, they asked the friend if Laverne was a guy or a girl out of fucking nowhere. And so it's like, I, I'm not, I, I don't know if trans men will have it easier. I don't, I don't know if that's the fact, but I kind of feel like people inherently just hate women anyway. And if you're someone who's, uh, who wasn't born presenting female and that's your choice to do that, then obviously there's something wrong with you and you're weaker and blah, blah, blah. And so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I hope I, I want it to get easier for all of them. Um, I feel like trans women will always, and especially trans women of color will always face the major brunt of bigotry and transphobia mm. because there's something to be said that, that trans men can blend better. You know what I mean? Um, but I also think that what we, you know, I think in a lot of ways, the, um, the transition, um, for a lot of people, you know, from a like from a, a an objective point of view, that it seems more. Um, it seems uh, similarly. I do think that you know that, that there's a lot of misogyny misogyny that goes into it, but I think a lot of people um, see it as more of a drastic change, you know. And I don't think that trans men are they're clearly not as represented well, on on every platform. Well, and also, I mean, like 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 the butch woman is not. A mysterious thing and is super accepted let's not forget like yeah. if you're a tomboy growing up like there are people who embrace a tomboy you know what yeah. i mean so so it's when you want to present feminine that it starts getting murkier now let's not let's not forget like boys don't cry you know and the story of brandon you know and how that turned out um it, it, it terribly um, because it really is location, location, location a lot of the times, but you know, then we just have this fucking incident in Griffith park. And the thing is, is Laverne was like masked up. Her hood was down. Like she had just like pieces of her wig coming out of it. She demonstrated it all on her live. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you going on, man? That uh, you saw a tall woman. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, like, I, I I don't know. It well, just... people just don't. I mean, people. I don't. What I just. What I will. You know, forever not understand because it is not the impulse of mine is to see something that doesn't. You know, respond like doesn't like like uh, register in your brain as like as it should and then as a result you have to confront that. I don't. I don't. I, I don't understand that. That's. I. You know. It's not even like is it hate is it is it fear it's fear i think you know fear is the probably the opposite of love but like what what makes that impulse um you know what what what, what just what is it about people that need to be out there confronting things that they just don't 
that they can't understand, you know? And, and instead of just being like, you know, ask a fucking question. Why don't we ask questions? Why are we all statements and emotions instead of fucking like questions and idea, you know? And Gail, Gail King Kong on our Instagram live just said misogyny definitely affects trans men who are not viewed as passing. And I, and you know, I think that that's, that's literally what it comes down to is passing. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and yeah, I, I, but I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like there is, I, I, you, I, I, maybe it's underreported because all we hear about are trans women and especially trans women of color being murdered all the time, you know, yeah. and, and maybe, maybe deaths of trans men are being underreported. Uh, you know, maybe they're being classified as lesbians, you know, you, you never really know um, the narrative, yeah. but what is so, what, what makes me feel good about like taking it back to say by the bell, like, <clears throat> It all leads oh, back not, to Saved by the Bell. Not only is is that young lady, is Josie a fucking producer of that show, but they have it written in a way where she's powerful, she's mm-hmm. she's uh, she's likable, mm-hmm. she's fucking normal. You know what I mean? Like, and whatever that means. And, and I'm not saying that's like something to strive to, but I'm just saying like like for for Middle America people watching it, you know, once you get past the initial <clears throat> trans. Uh, mention, you just see a fucking beautiful girl fucking trying to make her way through high school, you know? So I, I don't know. It's yeah. There, there's, there's just so much more representation out there with the trans community and I want it to be, and, and this is where we need to uh, disprove Dave Chappelle's fucking LGBT joke. You know, this is where we need to, as L's, G's and B's to fucking turn around and wrap our arms around the T's because, um, they're revolutionary, y'all. Like, yeah. Like rev-fucking-lutionary. And, and we need to learn to protect precious things and not destroy precious things. Because, you know, we were given a whole planet. Look what we're doing with that, you know? I will say, Tony, <laughs> usually on your birthday, I'm like, oh, she has turned for the worst. Uh, she <laughs> is fucking out of her mind tonight. And honestly, you are the most on point about this. Today you are you are shining, glowing, and a beacon of light on your, well, on your second fortieth, my honey dear. Well, thank you. I've done a lot of I, you know, I, because the thing was is I got to sit here, and I was sitting at my computer. The weather in LA is fucking gorgeous. It's like mm-hmm. seventy and sunny for the next thirteen days or. Remind so. me to come home tomorrow. Yeah, will you come home? Please? I am. It's, it's beautiful here. It's just a little dry. You just got to put on a little lip chap, and it's fine. fine. But like, I'm sitting here and I'm watching Saved by the Bell. And, and I'm laughing out loud. And even in our youth, I could not tell you if I LOL'd at an episode. It wasn't, like, oh. it wasn't a funny show. It no, was, it wasn't a funny it was show. Just, it was fun. It was, it was like bright, bright. It was fun. It moved. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just good to see a well-done reboot that's trying to be better. Although they did have some drama with the Selena Gomez people because they made a couple of jokes about her fucking kidney and her kidney transplant. And I guess that just made yeah. uh, Selena Gomez. And, and I'm like, I'm like, but the narrative they were trying to spin is like, oh, it's it's gonna make people not pay attention to transplants or take them seriously. I'm like, I don't know. It made me want to Google it. I was like, I didn't know Selena Gomez had a fucking kidney transplant. Yeah. So, you know, it taught me something through humor this is the thing we gotta fucking be able to still laugh 
Yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. I do think, um, uh, you know, that's the thing about all of this is that representation does matter. And I think, you know, Elliot, we were talking about this yesterday, but Elliot Page is like, is, is, a, is a brave human. They have put themselves- so brave. Like, they're, you know, they're, they're, I've always been a fan and, and, and they've gotten a lot of criticism over, over the years for a variety of things, because when you're a public person trying to do a thing that doesn't fucking buy, buy into the, uh, you know, the, the, the pop narrative, the mainstream narrative, you, you get comfort and not even that you just get comfort for just being on a thing. Mm. Don't make me get started about the great British baking show this season. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, Elliot had that show, uh, Gay Cation on Vice. For yeah, a you moment. were telling me about this. It just like you know whether it was a groundbreaking. It was. It was, it was very interesting, and and uh, I can't remember who their like co-host on that was, but um, uh, they had an episode where they went to Jamaica and confronted Beanie Man, who is a not even confronted. They went to his compound, and he invited them there, and they had an interview that got like. You know, like Beanie Man and and dancehall artists are you know aggressively anti-gay, anti violently, right. violently so. And people in Jamaica die. Gay people in Jamaica, queer people in Jamaica, trans people in Jamaica die at the hands of other people at levels you know at rates like that are that are that are very scary. And you know, Elliot brought attention to that and like had a very crazy, good, intense like interview uh, uh, on it. And that was you know years ago. And I just remember. Being because a lot of people were like, oh, oh, they're they're coming out and they're like, they're the privilege of getting to go on their gay journey from you know from this standpoint. And it was the way that they used their platform then was super, super, super um, uh, compelling and powerful then. So I'm just excited to see the evolution. Plus, I just love short men. Mm. I love me a short king. <laughs> I love a short, love a short king. Mm. I, love a, I love a sharp jawline. I'm not gonna uh, um, I, and. Go ahead. No, I think that, you know, that, that's, that's what I was going to say. I, I'm, you know, here, here's what I'm, I'm most interested in, in, in this, uh, in this uh, future moving forward is how we as um, a progressive community at all in large, how we start communicating better. And how, because because we on really the whole need, map, I'm progressives of, all yeah, over the map. You know, and you know, I get I get shit for 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 my privilege and my and my blind spots. But I hope that everyone can always see where my heart is, because I know where it is, and those who you know know me help as well. But like, but I want to communicate about the things that I think you know. I just I'm just I just am the, the watching how the right has made makes everything an issue. And, and ramps it all the way to the top, you know, we get a, we, it's hard not to agree that we make everything an issue and ramp it all to the top. And I think that it's time that we like, we need to bring the heat down on each other. As long as everyone's willing to be there to listen, you know, like I can hear the way that my, you know, my parents struggle when it comes to pronouns and things like that. And as a result, they get, they get a little, you know, and sometimes maybe there's even a little like, you know, roll of the eye in their, in their voice, if not on their actual face, you know, yeah. and I, you know, you can see that. And that's just the way that like different generations but do we with as these people things. But also I know- have to catch ourselves at that too. Like, like, I hear what you're saying. Like there's something to be said about like allowing leeway and whatnot, but also like when progressives get frustrated because they're corrected for doing something wrong, even as humans, our first intention is to be like, fuck you, you know, instead of I'm taking that in. I'm, I heard I, that. I, 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 Right. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that it's not, I'm not saying don't confront. I'm just saying you like, 
like, you know, check your heat before confronting and check your heat before having a conversation because it could, because I know when it comes to my parents, they're willing to listen and go along, you know? But um, I just like, I think I I brought- Save the heat for the real bigots. Save the heat for the people who are, who- who are fucking for the McConnells of the world and the Lindsey Graham's and the Ted Cruz's who are really trying to hold it down. So, and I just think that's, that's, that's what I think, you know, like, I'm just taking a page at what, like, I think, you know, Elliot Page is someone who I've seen get insulted across the board at, at various levels and has just continued with this, like, you know, this, this march towards like, you know, making everyone see the world better and differently. And I just think that we could all take a, page out of that book out of that page i agree book. I agree. yeah well listen we did on my we did my birthday show and it was barely about me <laughs> you are i know don't change too much tony in this next decade or so i want you to be as fucking egotistical and vapid as you've always been my sweet beautiful being i promise Thank um you. Uh, well Wait. casey why don't you tell people what you're up to <laughs> Um, you can uh, see me somewhere back in LA starting next week when uh, I'm back in the quarantine list. LA's in like full lockdown again, right? For the most part, geez, Louise. Uh, yeah, well, yes. Like, I yeah. mean, yes. <laughs> Don't Venmo me this week. Venmo Tony. It's her birthday at oh, the Tony Sodi Show. Sodi, Sodi, Sodi.com. But if you want, if you got some extra money, you know, you can always send it my way. Casey hyphen L-E-Y. Find me on Instagram and Twitter and all the things. <laughs> Goodbye to me. Tony, what are you doing? Uh, guys, if you like the Gay Power Half Hour, please go to our iTunes page and like like it, subscribe it, leave a comment. We love to hear from you. Uh, check out the Tony Soto Show. This, the Tony Soto Show this week. Our guest is Nick Sahoya. He is hilarious and loved. And he says that he loves you. KC2, BT Dubs. Um, uh, guys, learn the words, bitch, is going to be oh. December 7th. And that is also my birthday show. And our guest judges are Jenny Yang and Parvesh China. So uh, come out and check that out on Zoom. Follow Learn the Words, bitch, at Learn the Words, bitch, on Instagram for all the details. Um, I'm the Tony Soto Show on everything. Also, real quick, um, from now until the end of the year, the shirt that has my actual birth year on Drag Queen merch, 1979, is going to be discontinued uh, as of 2021. So for a limited time, you can hold my birth year against me forever because I am going to be 40 again this year. I don't care what anyone says unless you have merch that actually can prove what year I was born in. Guys, we'll be back again next week with some more faggity stuff. Bye. Mm-hmm.